Welcome to the Blue Ocean Church Advent Meditation Podcast. I'm Emily, and I'll be your guide over the next four weeks. So this first podcast is an overview of what you can expect. Each podcast will last approximately eight to ten minutes, and the format will go something like this. First, we'll start with a variation on a prayer of St. Patrick that reflects the Advent theme for the week. So historically, the four weeks of Advent, they focus first on hope, then peace, joy, and love. So the prayer of St. Patrick will change slightly each week to reflect these themes, and then we'll spend a minute or so using a portion of the prayer as a breath meditation to slow our bodies and minds so that we can be open to the divine. Next, we'll move into a time of petition, where we'll have an opportunity to pray for something or someone each day, and this portion will be a little more specifically guided. Then I'm going to read from a collection of Advent stories that we're using as a church. So the book that we're using is called All Creation Waits by author Gail Boss and illustrated by David Klein. The author's from Western Michigan, and she writes that when her first son was young, she compiled stories that she could tell him during Advent about how various local animals respond to the darkness of winter and then how they wait for the coming spring. And so now she shared those stories in a book form, and she has graciously given us permission to record those stories and to share them with you. Finally, to close out the podcast, we'll meditate on a thought that's offered by the story that we've just heard. And now a brief word about Advent for those of you for whom this might be new. The word Advent just means waiting. It's a four-week season when we practice waiting on the presence of God to show up, symbolized in the celebration of the birth of Jesus on Christmas Day. In the Julian calendar, which was a later version of the Roman calendar, December 24th or 25th, was winter solstice. So we know that in the northern hemisphere, daylight diminishes between the summer solstice and the winter solstice. And then it starts increasing again, starting around the end of December. So the Romans celebrated the day when sunlight started that renewed expansion, December 25th. They celebrated that as the birth of the sun god. And so it seems that Christians in about the third century adopted this birthday of the sun god as the birthday of the Son of God, right? So the idea being that after increasing darkness, there appears a great light. When we celebrate Advent, when we practice this waiting on God, we're practicing waiting in the darkness for the light to come. And I want to note that darkness has several meanings in Scripture. In the modern Western world, the metaphor of dark and light historically has racist tinges, right? As if Dark implies nefariousness, and light implies goodness. But in Scripture, which predates our modern associations, darkness far more often simply means things which are hidden and unseen. Right? It can mean evil, but it can also mean something like powerfully holy. Right? A few of the most profound moments in the Bible depict God surrounded by darkness or in dark clouds. So we'll meditate on the stories of how animals wait and survive in the dark, And then we'll learn from them what it means to wait on God and on hope and on light, right? When things seem hidden from us, when God is powerfully present in all of God's holiness, but we can't quite seem to see her through the dark clouds. My prayer is that you'll find these meditations relevant and helpful as we find ourselves shaped each year by this practice of waiting for hope and light. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus.